You are listening to the Movie Cheer Podcast. The best place for movie topics and blockbuster discussions. Welcome to Movie Cheer Town. Welcome to the Movie Cheer Podcast. I am your host, AP, aka Mr. Movie Cheer. And on today's episode, it's a big one. It is the Batman Prediction Show. That is right. I am going to be exploring the the Batman movie. It's coming out in in less than a week now. It's coming out on March 4th here in the UK. Uh, So it's next Friday for us all. Uh, I'm so excited for this movie. I'm a big Batman fan. This movie has just got me pumped. It's the biggest, well, the first biggest blockbuster coming in 2022. Um, It's just one I've been looking for to for so long and I, I we've done this before on the show where, where it's been like a prediction show I think the last one um on the movie cheer pod was the spider-man the last spider-man movie uh no way home and that was a really fun show to do i'm not too sure how many of the predictions i made on that show actually came true probably none um but I've got four predictions today. I'm going to explore them in the headline topic of the Batman predictions later on in the show. Uh, that is going to be it's going to be a fun packed show today. Uh, we've got a new feature for the end of month shows as well on today's show. It's going to be movie of the month later on in the show also. Uh, so it's going to be a fun packed show, big uh, big long show today. I'm sure. I can't wait to do it all. Let's let's just dive in. I'm just. I'm rambling already, but it's just because I'm so excited to talk about the Batman. But before we get to the headline topic of today's Movie Cheer pod, uh, we start off every show with a section called Not-So-Worthy Blockbuster Housekeeping. Uh, It is a name that just came out of nowhere, and it's kind of stuck. So, uh, let's see. So... This is an easing into the show. Let me just talk about what it is. Not so worthy of housekeeping. Uh, discussing what's going on with the channel, uh, what's going on with the community. Uh, just a general chit-chat, easing in for the rest of the show to get us in the mood for those them big old, big old Batman predictions. I can't wait. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm like the I'm like the rock. It's like, it's like the, the most electrifying man in sports. I'm like the most electrifying movie fan at this moment in time because I'm so excited about discussing the Batman, oh man, it is genuinely, genuinely very exciting, um, I can't wait for Friday, next Friday, it's going to be awesome, but like I said, not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping, what has been going on this past week on the channel on Movie Cheer Pod, uh, basically let's start off first of all with uh, a few articles on the moviecheerpodcast.com, uh, moviecheerpodcast.com if you uh, no, not, not checked it out yet do check it out there's some articles on there uh, so far on the website there's it's been reviews uh, there was like the opening message but I've been putting up like a review a week that's been my target so far for the website uh, long term plan for the website I mean I uh, want to try and get it's going to be like I said it's going to be more and more articles um, uh, I've been talking to some someone about like doing guest spots and stuff. Uh, I, I'm I'm just kind of working it all out because first thing I want to do before I get collaborations on the website is get cl- more collaborators on the actual channel. Um, will collaborations on the channel will definitely be happening soon. Uh, it's just working out timings with people uh, for filming video content. But there's going to be more collaborations on the channel. But on the moviecheerpodcast.com, there's been plenty of reviews, short reviews, I must say. Uh, of a few films I've watched over the past couple of weeks since we since the website's launched. 
Uh, but I think, again, it's just a, a fun little avenue to get a bit more Movie Cheer Town content out there. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying doing the website articles. I do want to do more, like more longer articles long term and dive into different topics and not just do reviews all the time. But it's just baby steps, isn't it, with these sort of things. And uh, long term, I mean, I want to try and launch some some merch potentially on there. So it's just a it's a good little launch pad to, you know, do sort of stuff like merch and uh, whatever, whatever, like joint meetups and stuff like that for the Movie Cheer pod community movie cheer town community so um look it's um it's just there's an article up this week of the movie encanto the disney movie i thought this was a pixar movie but it's not classed as pixar apparently it's just a it's classed as a disney animation one which is i, I find it confusing that so they must do a lot more of these like i imagine like they had luca and a few of the other ones that came out over the past year or so i don't know which ones i don't think any of them would be classed as pixar ones because i think the the newest Pixar one is is the Buzz Lightyear movie, and I think prior to that, would it have been Soul? I don't know. I think I think it might have been Soul, unless there's been some other ones came out in between those movies. But um, yeah, there's an article up on there. I'm going to discuss Encanto a bit more later on in the show as well. Um, but look, um, if you want to check out some more articles, you want a bit more movie cheer pod content. Check out the website, moviecheerpodcast.com. Uh, let's see, what else has happened this past week? Well, the uh, the World Movie League returned finally to the uh, YouTube channel. I know it has been a long time, and it, it's been something I've been meaning to do. I, uh, I, I, World Movie League, basically, if you've not watched it yet, it's a series. We're at a big draw at the start of this. I think there's three episodes in now, but basically they're like 30-minute episodes. Uh, each episode, it's uh, four, well, two matches, Two movie like a movie versus another movie, and again for another match like that, and it's all comic book movies, and it's just basically kind of kind of liking it to to this section to this show to the movie chair podcast show sat like the Saturday show the podcast um kind of liking it to that really just you know it's just me just getting down talking about movies which ones I like and just uh really pitting them against each other which is fun to do. And it's just again, it's just I wanted like a long term series that to to feature on the channel, and World Movie League is is definitely that long uh, running series. What I hope it's gonna just grow and grow, and uh, more people hopefully will uh, watch it and get involved with it, and that that's the long term plan. But I really enjoyed doing it this week after not doing it in so long, and um, in this it's kind of like influenced by my wrestling obsession as well. Where I didn't do it for the first two episodes. I did it for the the opening draw where I did like this character called Buck Skulldone, and he's kind of like a like a Hulk Hogan mashup with st- like Stone Cold Steve Austin slash Randy Savage, I would say. And uh, this time, I I like I got the whole get up. I got all the clothing right. I had a bandana on, the glasses. I had the ripped like uh, I cut down a T-shirt that was like an old T-shirt, cut it down. So I had like this vest, this cut vest, like a Hogan vest, and um, I, I loved it. I was just doing this. This impression. I have to throw it on the Facebook or the Twitter, um, or the TikTok, the, the the short clip. But if you're not checked out, check it out the uh, World Movie League. It was fun to do, and it's if you're looking for just a bit of content to watch, definitely uh, give it a go. Um, but yeah, that came out this past weekend. There will be more to come. I'm hopefully planning now. To, I want to try and make them regularly, uh, doing one a month really. That was the plan originally, but I think just their uh, new video content ideas came up and then just timing and stuff like that just didn't get around to do it that's on me that's on me so you can all uh, you know point the fingers at mr movie cheer for that one 
But let's move on to another little topic here. Uh, I want to talk about a video that came out, not this week because we had the World Movie League, but the previous week and mentioned it on last week's show, Meaningful Movies in My Collection. And I want to just bring this video up again because I uh, had a few new comments on there over the past week or so. And genuinely, I, I, I was discussing... Movies that have a meaningful connection to me and like those little stories behind them and that. I, I put in like a, in the comments below in that video like why, what movies are meaningful to you and, and why and and genuinely I had some really, uh, you know, people within the community leaving the comments and I, I, I encourage you to go and read some of them comments and uh, people, you know, giving the like honest me meaningful movies and the stories behind them and it really, honestly, like it was a... Uh, I appreciate people who have took the time to share their stories on that and share the movies, what are meaningful to you and the stories behind them. Because I'm reading some of them stories and some of them stories I imagine are quite, um, you know, close to you and, you know, maybe some, you know, quite, uh, how, how can I find the right word? Like, a, you know, pri like pri some of these are like very private matters to you and to share your meaningful movies and the stories behind them, I... You know, I, I think that's that's awesome, and I, I think, um, you know, kudos to you, thumbs up, and I really do appreciate people sharing those stories, and uh, whether it's a, you know, a happy story, or maybe it is quite a sad story behind some of them stories in the meaningful movies, and your connections to them films. I appreciate all of you for putting them comments, and, uh, I, and like I said, check out them comments, and check out the stories and people's thoughts on what are the meaningful movies and the stories behind them. But uh, yeah, I, I just want to thank everyone for, for getting involved in that video and for leaving comments. And, and it, it, it really means a lot to, for you, for me to see you sharing your, your personal lives and, you know, your, uh, your connections to movies. And I appreciate that. So thank you very much. And thank you for, again, for watching that video. If you've, if you've checked out and left a comment, so I appreciate that. Um, they were really, it was, it was, I, it, Nice, nice to read them comments and uh, nice to read them connections to old movies. Um, next, I want to just discuss briefly, ever so briefly. The uh, probably you probably get sick of this, but the Patreon uh, this past week we had mentioned on last week's show, but Patreon bonus video came up on Monday. It was an expansion of last week's Movie Cheer Pod. It's a Movie Cheer Pod Plus show, and it was just uh, discussing a few more of those Toy Story spin-off ideas. Had a great time last week on that show. I mean, I mean, it was just like a creative juices one, and kind of like today's show. I love these shows where it's kind of just, you know, free reign to just go all over the place and just think up these little ideas and predictions and stuff like that. I, I love these sort of shows. This is this is my uh, neck of the woods. I like this. This is my arena, this this one. I love this sort of show. Uh, but yeah, that's what has been going on in not-so-worthy blockbuster housekeeping for this week. Let's move on to the headline topic. So, the Batman predictions. We are now into the headline topic of today's show. And... Look, um, I've got four big predictions here. I'm going to give you the prediction and I'm going to really deep dive into the prediction and why I think this particular prediction will happen in the movie. Uh, look, there may... Um, I, I don't think there's any like spoilers or such because I think you can't really spoil give any spoilers when a movie's not been released. But these are just my thoughts and after hearing stuff and reading certain articles, my thoughts on, on what potentially uh, will come in this movie. So... 
let's start off with the very first prediction of the four predictions. They're in no particular order. Uh, let's just go for it. So prediction number one. Um, I think the Riddler, played by Paul Dano, won't be the end villain in this movie. Um, I think he's going to obviously big part of the movie we see in the trailers he he is trying to you know he looks like he is targeting uh, gotham's elite you know corrupt like counselors and members of the police potentially and he's killing them off and stuff like this and then he's playing mind games like this cat and mouse mind games with batman because there may be potential corruption within his his family history maybe his parents were maybe involved in with corrupt characters in the past and I think this is obviously all going to like link to where this story comes to a head. But I don't think the Riddler will end up as the final villain. I, I do think uh, the the Riddler... Well, I the way I, I'm going to link it to another prediction in a moment. But I think come the end of this movie, I think the Batman will... You know, there'll be a face-to-face at some point near the end, but not at the very end, where... He's he's coming face to face with Riddler, and he just you know Batman refuses to kill him. He won't kill him. He he, he won't he wants he's beating him down for certain reasons. He, he wants to you know for all the crimes he's committed, but he refuses to kill him. And I think this is where um, Colin Farrell's version of the Penguin will come into this. Oswald Cobblepot. I think he will see this where Batman is maybe, you know, he's fighting with himself really because he he wants to kill the the Riddler, but he can't do it. He just can't come to murdering someone. It's just not in his nature. And I think this is where the Penguin will just, you know, just shoot him down and kill the Riddler. I think that is what's going to happen. I think the Penguin will kill the Riddler. And I think maybe we're looking at maybe what say like three quarters of the way through this film i think this is the point where this will happen or maybe in like the very last stretch of the film last 20 minutes but that will then you know cause the penguin to be the end villain for the batman and uh, i i think that is genuinely how it's going to go i i don't think i think riddler is going to be i don't it's, this is not like downplaying riddler as a villain in this movie i think he is going to be the main villain as such throughout the main part of the film but i think come to the end of it i think it's really going to showcase the penguin because he, he seems like they have shown glimpses of the penguin but it feels like you know the villain has been focused more on the riddler and i don't think it's going to be like a fake out where it's like the riddler comes good or anything like that i don't think it's going to be the case i think riddler is the villain and he is going to be a main villain throughout this movie but i think come the end of this movie the Penguin is going to kill the Riddler, and the Penguin will be the guy who is facing off against Batman. Somehow, some way, maybe it ends that the Penguin ends up in prison at the end, potentially. Um, Batman, you know, beats him down and then turns him in for the murder of the Riddler, and then just for being a crime member of the crime families as well. But yeah, I, I can see the Penguin really... I, I think as well, the reason why I think this is important is moving on this is going to be a trilogy of movies and i think looking at it, i feel like the riddler is going to be a good villain but i don't think it's i think it's like a one and done villain for me i that's the way i feel i feel like it's a one and done villain and i feel like the penguin though i don't know it's got a bit more like um a bit more to the character a bit more multi it's like there's more of, than one side of the coin to the penguin where 
The Riddler is just this psychopath where I think Cobblepot, the Penguin, can be a manipulator, he can be a murderer, he can also be quite charming. I think there's more to his character to explore, whereas the Riddler is just, he's just deranged, he's just obsessed, and it's just a one-and-done movie for me. That's me, the way I would see it. So that's my prediction number one. The uh, the Riddler will not be the end villain. He will be destroyed. He'll be killed by the Penguin. And the Penguin and Batman will be the final face-off of this film. Potentially where Penguin ends up in prison come the end of this movie. Now, let's go to prediction number two. Prediction number two. Um, I think... Again, playing out, you've got this trilogy of Batman films, which we we can all say is most likely going to happen. And uh, I think you need... I I think potentially, you know, we could see a Robin in maybe a third movie, but I don't think it's going to happen. I also think, look, Selina Kyle, Catwoman, is going to be a major part of this film. She's going to be very much like, you know, on par with Batman, helping him out. And uh, she's going to be very important to this movie, played by Zoe Kravatz. But... I think you need to have some sort of a sacrifice. Uh, I believe that they're not showing the origin story of Bruce Wayne's parents being being killed in this. So I, I, that's what I read somewhere. So where is a sacrifice going to come? Where is there going to be some sort of major death that really drives Batman to the end of this film and also to you know the f- last you know the next two movies potentially? I think there needs to be something there that is a catalyst, a death catalyst that really drives him on to, to really... Because this is the second... Apparently, this is his second year in crime, the show. So, not showing his first year. It's going to be his second year. But need, I feel like there needs to be a catalyst moment in this second year and in this first movie that really spurs him on to, you know, taking down these big-time criminals in future movies. And I think it will be the death of Catwoman. I think Catwoman will be a huge part of this film but i think like the riddler i think she will get killed and i think this kind of leads to prediction number one where i said the riddler uh, will get killed at the end and i think batman is going to confront him because the riddler will kill catwoman selena kyle i think she will be killed by the pink the the riddler and then batman will be so angry he'll be just temp you know his temper will be raging and he'll be going to find the uh, the Riddler, and he, he'll be just like punching him down and going crazy. And then it'll come to a point where he'll just be like, no, I can't do it. And that's where the Penguin will then step in. But I do think they need that catalyst. And I think killing off Catwoman in this movie would be... I, I, I know a lot of fans would probably be really disappointed. I'll be honest with you, I don't think I'd be gutted. I, I think... Give us Catwoman in one movie, that's that's me, one done. I don't really fancy seeing Catwoman in a second movie. I know they could say they want to do a, a spin-off movie as the cat, with the Catwoman, but I, I think I'd be happy to have just Catwoman in the first movie and then explore newer characters, alternative characters in the future films. So that would be, for me, Selina Kyle, Catwoman, to be killed by the Riddler in this movie. Now, let's move on to prediction number three. Prediction number three. So, will the Joker feature in this movie? I just want to say at the top here, I don't think he'll feature. I don't think we're going to get a Joker in this movie. It has been rumoured that Barry Keoghan, who played Druig in the Eternals movie, 
and I think he was in uh, Dunkirk as well. He was in Dunkirk, and it's it's been apparently his brother leaked out a few months back now. It's probably last year that he was playing the Joker in this film, and then the, the the tweet or something got deleted, and apparently he is down on IMDb Barry Keoghan to be playing a character called Stanley Merkel, who is a member of the Gotham Police Department. So he's a police officer. And that's the role he's playing. But this guy is a guy who was in he was in Eternals. He he seems like a very big upcoming actor, uh, a rising star, I suppose. So is he just going to be playing some random B part role? I think his character within this story will be someone who. Well, first of all, I want to say let's go to the top of it. Will the Joker feature? Like I said, I don't think he'll feature. But I think in this universe, it will be established that the Joker does exist, and I think there will be mentions of the Joker. I think, potentially, James Gordon mentions the Joker to the Batman, and maybe in his first year of crime fighting, the Batman came face-to-face with the Joker. But I think it will be a case where there'll be tons of files on the Joker, but something happened, and maybe it's, it's left kind of, like, anonymous, but I feel like the Joker will have vanished from the movie, but it, you know, it leaves the door open, we'll, we'll, we, we as movie fans will be waiting and thinking, will he feature at the end of the movie in a post credit scene, or will he feature in the next movie, and I think this will be something set in stone, and setting like the motions, and setting the wheels turning in this first movie for a Joker, I think we might see the Joker in maybe a third movie, in a finale, I think that's that would be good, because I think, give it enough time to pass since the Joker movie and all these other incarnations of the Joker and, you know, wait at what the third movie coming out would probably be in like maybe six or seven years time, potentially. I think that would be enough time to then establish a new Joker. But where does this character then of Barry Keoghan, Stanley Merkel come into it? I think he will be a police officer who has tendencies to be obsessive. And I think he will be someone who is obsessed with the Joker. Uh, maybe James Gordon has a has a word with him and he's like saying you can't be obsessed and maybe he's aware of what he's like potentially and I think this could be a character who is manipulated by the Riddler throughout this movie and maybe maybe he is working with the Riddler because maybe he feels like the closest thing to the Joker is the Riddler currently another psychopath in Gotham and he works with the Riddler and, you know, does stuff as a police officer he shouldn't do. And, doing you you know, taking, using his authority for bad uh, bad means. And I think that will be the case in this movie. But I don't think the Joker will feature. I think he will be referenced, though, heavily. I think he will be referenced, or maybe at the start of the film or throughout this film, Joker will be referenced and it will be teased that the Joker exists. And I think, you know, the Batman has definitely featured like opposite the Joker at some point prior to this film happening. Uh, so yeah, the Joker will not feature, that is my prediction, and Barry Keoghan's character, Stanley Merkel, will be an obsessive police officer who works with the Riddler. He is a corrupt police officer, and potentially it's going to lead to Barry Merkel's death. And the Joker, he will not be the Joker. I'm just saying that right now. Barry Keoghan, I, I probably initially thought when I heard that rumour that he was going to be the Joker... I just I feel like it's just fake. I think it's fake. I, I I can't say I just think he's I think he's a good actor, but I don't think he's quite right for the Joker role. I think and I think it's too much. I think if you throw too much in a film and if you throw the Joker in there or you throw him I don't I don't want to see a prototype Joker as well. I don't want to see 
him become this like inspired Joker. And I think they're doing something like that in the Batwoman series now. I don't want to. I want to see the Joker, the real Joker. I don't want to see this guy who who met the Joker once and then becomes the Joker. I know it, it could be interesting, but it just. I don't know. I just don't feel like that would work in this movie. I want to see the real Joker, but a tease of the Joker. Uh, but anyway, let's go to the final prediction for the Batman on today's show. And my final prediction, let me just talk about this. My final prediction is a mid or post credit scene teasing Mr. Freeze, aka uh, Victor Fries, Mr. Freeze, the villainous Mr. Freeze. Uh, Look, this has been, I've been reading up online and Matt Reeves, the director, apparently has talked about potential villains for sequels. And he's he's mentioned the Court of Owls. He's mentioned, uh, I think I think Joker was mentioned potentially. I'm not too sure on that, but it was definitely the Court of Owls and Mr. Freeze was mentioned as well. Uh, this then brings into account what, what how, how will Mr. Freeze work in this universe? Because... I remember the Arnold Schwarzenegger incarnation of uh, Mr. Freeze, and look, that was cheesy, but it fitted in that movie with um, with what's his face, um, George Clooney, and that was Batman and Robin, the Batman and Robin film. That was it, yeah. I, I liked it. I liked that. I've, I thought it worked well in that film, as cheesy as it is. I've, it got a little place in my heart for that film. Mr. Freeze in this world, can it work? I think anything can work, and I think if you make it gritty enough and real enough i mean you just make it a guy who is like this super scientist he's a doctor make him a guy who has the capabilities of like make him like a tony stark guy some sort of tony stark guy who who builds this awesome tech and he just he goes crazy maybe he's like his wife dies and he goes crazy builds an ice gun loads of other ice weaponry and that's the way you do it in this universe and he just wants to i i think they can do it I, I believe Matt Reeves can do it because I, I've watched, I mean, War for the Planet of the Apes, Matt Reeves' movie, fantastic. If he can make a movie about apes grounded, realistic, gritty, he can make Mr. Freeze the exact same and it can work in this Batman universe. I'm, I'm, I believe in Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves has got my thumbs up. Um, yeah, so I think Mr. Freeze will be teased. I don't think we'll see... Him specifically, maybe we might see a silhouette, maybe the back of his head, and we see like the freeze, like the the like light blue skin. Would you say? I think maybe a teaser like that, or just we see just some ice or something, some sort of like teaser that we know it's Mister Freeze. Uh, but I think Mister Freeze will be the villain in the second movie. I know they mentioned the Court of Owls as well. Uh, maybe you could throw that in there, but I think just have one main villain. I think one main villain, maybe a sub-villain, and maybe that's where Harvey Dent comes in, or the Penguin is like a dueling villain with Mr. Freeze in the second movie. But yeah, I think Mr. Freeze will be teased in a mid- or post credit scene for this film. And I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be exciting to see uh, a new version, a new variant of Mr. Freeze in the Batman films. But anyway, uh, just before we leave this headline topic before today, I just want to say, you know, talk about this film. How excited am I? I, I am excited. Uh, it brings, for me, movie memories back to... One of my fondest memories at the cinema, at cinema is watching The Dark Knight. I went with my dad, and we uh, we went and watched it at a local cinema. And I just remember coming out 
I, I still remember the feelings of watching that film and just thinking it was amazing. And I've mentioned this on the channel many a times and I remember even just like coming out of that cinema. I feel like it's just a memory that's instilled in my brain to this day and I can still just go back to it and just, you know, the excitement over that film afterwards, I was just like so pumped. And I didn't really get that when The Dark Knight Rises come out. I, I was like, it was good. It was a decent film, but it was nowhere near the effect, the impact The Dark Knight had on me. And I feel like watching the te the trailers for The Batman, I've tried to not watch too many of these trailers now because I feel like you can spoil it too much. I've watched like the main trailers, but I've avoided watching anything else on the internet. But I am... Um, I'm so excited for this. I've been listening to the score by Michael, the uh, the musical score by Michael Giacchino, and it is just fantastic. It is, it just sounds like a fresh Batman score. It doesn't sound like it's trying to imitate like a Danny Elfman score or a Hans Zimmer. It's its own thing, and that's what I love about it. And I feel like this movie, it must be so hard, you know, you're going into that director's chair of a Batman movie to to do something fresh with the character because it's hard isn't it you know especially when you got like the the perfection of the Christopher Nolan trilogy how do you top that and i feel like yeah i think Matt Reeves is the guy who can do it. i'm glad i i would have loved to have seen a Ben Affleck movie because i do like Ben Affleck and i liked him in the role but i'm now look i'm i'm now super excited that we're seeing this new version of the Batman with Robert Patterson as the Batman's Bruce Wayne and Matt Reeves in the director's chair. Very much excited for it. I'm going to be seeing it on the Friday. Um, I, 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 I don't know what show. I've not booked tickets yet, but I'm definitely watching it on Friday. I am not, I'm not waiting a day over because you cannot avoid spoilers on YouTube. If you, you have to just avoid the internet if you don't watch it on the day of release. Otherwise, you're just going to see thumbnails everywhere on YouTube, everywhere. Uh, but yeah, I'm so excited to see the Batman. But anyway, uh, that is the headline topic over for today's show. Let's move on to the uh, a new section, an end of month section for the show. And it is movie of the month. So, movie of the month for this month. Uh, this is going to be a section that will be at the end of every monthly show now. I think it's a, it'll be a cool feature just to... Mention a movie that I have watched this month and just to, it won't be, it doesn't have to be, you know, new movies. It can be any type of movies, a movie that come out 20, 30 years ago, if you like. Uh, I just want to discuss one movie that come out, well, it come out last year, this one. It was uh, a movie called Encanto. Now, this is, Encanto is a movie I've been hearing about for for weeks on end now and people have been mentioning it saying it's a really good film. It is a Disney movie. As I said, it's not a Pixar film. It's a Disney animated movie. And basically, it's it's a musical film. It, there's songs in Spanish and in English, which I really loved as someone who is learning Spanish currently. Uh, I really enjoyed listening to the music. I, I love that Spanish like influence in the music. Uh, I would say the story is, is set maybe... It's like a story. It doesn't say exactly what the year is, but I would say it's definitely like a... It's set in like a village, in a very derelict village... And it's probably set, I would say, like 100 years ago at least. That kind of setting of like a very, uh, like not ancient times, but like very uh, like oldie times, I would say. If uh, that maybe is the right term to use to describe the setting of this movie, Encanto. Well, basically, the premise of the story is this family are leaving this uh, this village and, and all the other travelers are, are leaving to take refuge because there's violence and stuff in the village where they are and they're trying to escape these people 
and basically they um you know there's some a tra- tragic event ha- a tragic event happens at the start of the film but they are then like sort of given this woman the leader of this family uh, the magical family is is you know she discovers this magical candle and basically this candle burns and it gives them all powers this family only the family but they have all these other travelers that come with them and it basically builds a safe haven for them it builds this home and this house and this village for them all to to live in peace and harmony from the outside world basically and then you know we see generations upon generations of this magical family basically and once they come of age each each member of this family they get some type of magical power from the candle and they get they open this door to the new bedroom when they come of age and they get a new power and so like for instance some of the powers they have are like super they're super strong some of them got like super listening abilities some can talk to animals and uh, we see it's not i wouldn't say it's not don't get your expectation this is like a superhero film it's not it's like a very much like a magic in the sense of like i would say more like witchcraft sort of i would say more than superhero and uh, it's not got a superhero like feel there's no like big villain in this and um it's but it's a really good film basically one of the family members she goes to get a gift and something doesn't happen something happens where um you know she basically this is not really spoiling the movie because it's very early on she doesn't get the gift and she is the only family member um her name's Mirabel Madrigal the young girl she doesn't get the gift and basically we see this story unfold then where something happens then to the family and to the candle and we just we just see this really fun movie where it's like a, a bonding movie you know there's there's tragedy in this family but there's also togetherness in this family as well and i mentioned this in the review this week on the moviecheerpodcast.com but Mirabelle is a really likable character, a character you can really get behind. I really enjoyed it. I think the songs in it are really fun as well. I I I I really like the music. I think I remember I've watched bits of Frozen, but I've never really sat down and watched it fully. But I know like the songs like Let It Go, and it's kind of got them same sort of feels feels of of a Let It Go of Frozen type songs, and um, but it's got that Spanish influence into it, and it's got these really epic songs in Spanish and English and it sounds amazing. It really does. And I don't think you necessarily, if you, you know, you're, you're the sort of person who's maybe not super keen on musicals. I think this is a movie that would work for a lot of people. I think it's just a really fun, family friendly, chill out movie where you can just sit down and it's not too heavy. It's just a, a fun movie to watch. And I really enjoyed it. It really put a smile on my face. It's a movie I can cheer for certainly as Mr. Movies here. And I'm hoping you like it. So that is my movie of the month. I will be, um, I'm going to, if you want to check out the review, check it out. I'm going to post it in the community tab as well with some links to Amazon affiliate links. If you want to purchase it for yourself, uh, if you do purchase through them links, uh, a small percentage of the um, money paid for it will go to the Movie Chair podcast in supporting the channel to grow even further uh, but yeah check it out if you've not watched it already that is Encanto brilliant film uh, now let's go for some movies for the weekend uh, movies for the weekend is part of the show where I give you some movie recommendations to watch this weekend if you're looking for some films to watch now I've done this probably many times in movies for the weekend before uh, but 
as this film is coming out this coming week, this coming Friday, um, well, next next Friday, sorry, March 4th, The Batman, we have got the Riddler featuring, hev featuring heavily in that movie. Let's go back to Val Kilmer, Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey playing the Riddler in Batman Forever. Uh, look, still a lot of nostalgia for me for these like 90s movies, these 90s Batman films. Sure, they're cheesy. I mean, Jim Carrey's version of the Riddler is going to be very different, I imagine, to Paul Dano's version of the Riddler. It's going to be night and day, but it's. I still like these films. I, I know they're very different, but it's kind of like... I suppose, again, you look back to the, the Adam West TV show and the film, um, very different again. And I, I love that there's so many different versions of Batman, and that every version is is super different. And I love that. I think it's great because it, there's a version for everyone out there. I think that's awesome. Uh, my second recommendation, movies for the weekend this week, uh, is... I've been watching this this past week, uh, The Terminator, the first Terminator film. But I think The Terminator is a great film, but what is the best? What is my recommendation? This is the quadrilogy. I think I'm going to have to go with Judgment Day, Terminator 2, Judgment, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, I, I like a lot of these Terminator movies, apart from Terminator 3, that one's a bit, bit crap, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Judgment Day is my movie recommendation for this week on Movies for the Weekend, along with Batman Forever, uh, now, and let's move on to another segment of the show, now it is time for the Amazon Top 10 for this week. Uh, this is part of the show where I discuss the Amazon Top 10 for DVDs, Blu-ray, 4K, physical sales this week. The best sellers list on Amazon. And this is for the physical media releases. Let's go for the Amazon Top 10 for this week. At number 10, we have the Blu-ray of No Time to Die. Man, that has fallen that was once in the top three. That has really fallen. But new movies come out. And I know a movie that's going to be definitely jumping to the top in the coming weeks. Uh, no Time to Die. No Time to Die. Blu-ray is at number 10. Uh, House of Gucci is at number 9 on DVD. I've not checked out that film yet. But I'm certainly going to give it a go. Uh, be interesting to watch. At number 8. I can't remember whether this was in the top 10 last week. I might have to double check that. But number 8 is Spider-Man No Way Home. On 4K Ultra HD. That is at number 8. Two disc edition. That is cool. At number 7 we have the Dune 4K. Uh, at number 6 we have Ghostbusters Afterlife. At number 5 we have Dune on DVD. At number 4. The Blu-ray of Spider-Man No Way Home. Wow it is. Like I said it is rising up there already. No DVD there yet though. That is surprising. Because... That's at number four. At number three, we have the Blu-ray of Dune. At number two, we have the DVD of No Time to Die. And at number one, we have Disney's Encanto. The movie, like I said, well worth checking out. Encanto, my movie of the month for this month on the Movie Cheer Pod. Uh, I will say Spider-Man, the physical media release for that movie, is on April the 4th. Not too long to go until that is released for physical media releases uh, I've done an article on the website for that as well. Uh, well worth checking out that film, but I think a lot of people are going to be pumped for when that comes out. But that is the Amazon Top 10 for this week over and done with. Let's move on to what's been on the screen this week. So what's been on the screen, uh, discussing what I've been watching, what I've been playing, 
whatever's been on the screen for Mr. Movie Cheer. Uh, I will say I have been obsessed with this game recently and I've been playing it non-stop. But Animal Crossing, I know it's kind of not really movie linked, but um, I am I am doing like building like a little island where I want to build a cinema in it. And I, I know I, I love that Animal Crossing game. Let me know if you're a fan of Animal Crossing, but I love just like the, the sandbox idea. I, I used to love The Sims and like Zoo Tycoon as a kid and Theme Hospital. So I love these games where you just create this little island and create this little world, Harvest Moon, another one. Um, so I'm building like this little island. I'm building, currently I'm looking out for objects that look like they would feature in a cinema. So I want to build like an outside cinema for the characters. And I'm just building like little feet, like a, I'm building a, a swamp at the moment. And I've got this idea of like this like swamp thing, like swamp where it's all like the ooze slash swamp thing, like all like glowing uh, plants and everything, just like make it like scurry, like a horror theme, maybe like a bit of like a horror film-esque feel to it. Uh, but that's what I'm going with on that at the moment. So I've been playing Animal Crossing like crazy this week and uh, over the last past week, uh, over the last week or so, last two weeks, I've been just going mad on it. I've been playing it for the last year or so. But um, recently, I just had a buzz of playing it, and it's really fun. Uh, but that's what I've been playing that. I watched the Chippendale Rescue Ranger trailer this past week as well. Uh, I enjoyed it. I've never watched... To my knowledge, I can't remember watching the TV show as a kid. I, I think it was out in 88. Uh, so it would have been out when I was probably a kid. Like, um, I was born a few years later, but... I can't, I can't recall watching it. Maybe it is something I watched. I don't know. I, I can't really. I don't have memories of watching it, but maybe I did. But Chippendale Rescue Ranger trailer come out, and it's got like a... It looks fun, even though I don't know anything about it, because it features... It's a very... looks like a very meta sequel. It's like they establish in this movie trailer that this is a reboot of the cartoon characters of the Chippendale Rescue Ranger TV show. And you've got Chip and Dale, the two characters, Chip and Dale. And basically, one is in like this cartoon animation from the original show which is like a 2d like a Hanna-Barbera style animation then you have the other character I think it might be Dale who is in like this new style like Alvin and Chipmunks like 2010 era animation like very modern CGI and they've got them both mixed together in this in this movie and they're like the two animations throughout the whole movie I think is a really interesting choice but it looks like a very meta film where they're you know the acknowledging the, the movie the series and stuff like that and it looks fun even though i don't know anything about the character i watched it this uh this past week and i thought this looks like a fun movie this is coming out i believe in may and may the 20th on disney plus so that's something to look forward to i'm not too sure whether it's going to go to the premium access or it's going to be straight to disney plus for all subscribers but that's going to be another film to be excited about uh, I also watched the uh, Terminator this week, the first Terminator movie. I'll just give you a little bit of a tease. I was doing it for a collaboration with uh, another channel. Uh, I won't tease who because I, I'm leaving that with that channel for them to, you know, do that video and put it on the channel. I don't want to uh, spoil it so until it's on the channel. Um, but rewatch that film, The Terminator, and look, I, I, I. I always go, Terminator 2 is probably my favourite, Salvation I really enjoy, I've not watched the two recent ones, but The Terminator is one I, I go back to and I, I really enjoy that film, I think it's a great sci-fi film, really, you know, if you're a science fiction fan, 
the Terminator, the first one is great. I love the way, you know, Arnie in this first film, he, first film, he is the big time villain. And then obviously in Terminator 2, he turns into this like really lovable character. Um, love, maybe not lovable. <laughs> maybe not lovable, actually. That was the wrong word. Likeable character. He's definitely not lovable, even though he's a good guy too. But uh, Terminator watched it again and I, I love that. Linda Hamilton, um, Michael Bean, uh, Arnold, superb cast and the music is just oh, that synthwave style soundtrack phenomenal it's a tasty treat for any sci-fi fan that's what i've been watching this past week but anyway uh, that is it for another show uh, if you enjoyed the show please do leave a comment if you watch it on youtube leave a comment and leave a like and let me know your thoughts on today's show if you listen to the podcast version of this please do leave a review in the app of your choice and uh, all reviews will be read on the show on future shows so uh, definitely leave your reviews if you enjoyed it a positive review as well always helps the the podcast and the community to grow further afield and um, it's been a fun show let me know what your predictions are for the batman let me know your thoughts on this show overall uh, did you enjoy today's show let me know your predictions for the batman as well i want to know certainly what your predictions are for this film are you going to see the Batman on day one. Are you going to be a day one watcher of The Batman? Or are you going to watch it on day two and you're going to avoid the spoilers? Let me know. Uh, it's been a really fun-packed show. Be back next week for another show. I'm not too sure what the topic will be. Actually, it'll probably be uh, movie releases for March, most certainly. I think that'll be the topic for next week's show. Uh, but yeah, I've really enjoyed today's show. It's been a fun-packed show. And I hope you have enjoyed it to do, uh, as well. Uh, remember to spread a bit of movie cheer. And as always, I will see you next time.